page one, chapter one, Charlemagne the God, Black Privilege. Charleston, South Carolina, one of the oldest cities in the nation. Sullivan's Island, which lies in Charleston Harbor on the Atlantic Ocean is where hundreds of thousands of African men, women, and children were brought to this country in chains during the Middle Passage. If you're African-American, there's almost 50% chance one of your ancestors landed at Sullivan's Island. Despite having so much historical significance, you won't find any Statue of Liberty-sized monument commemorating what scholars call the Ellis Island of slavery. Nope. All you'll find is a couple of plaques and a memorial bench Toni Morrison arranged to have built overlooking the ocean. Chances are you've never heard any of that. Sullivan's Island is where most of the Bokong, excuse me, Bakongo, Mbundu, Wolof, Mende, and Malinke peoples of West Africa were brought in this country. Probably the most form famous former slave to live in Charleston was Denmark Vesey. Denmark was born on St. Thomas in the Caribbean in 1767 and ended up being sold to a ship captain who brought him to Charleston. After some time in the city, he won $2,500 in a lottery and was able to buy his freedom. He stayed in Charleston and co-founded the Emmanuel African Methodist Epicostal Church at Episcopal? Episcopal. Episcopal? Episcopal Church in an effort to aid the slaves in the area. After doing all he could for the slaves through the church, Denmark decided that working with local white leaders wasn't getting him anywhere. So in 1822, he started secretly organizing a slave revolt in Charleston and the surrounding area. The plan was on an assigned date while the slaves in the area would rise up, overwhelm their masters, and then march to the port of Charleston. From there, they'd sail to freedom in Haiti, which had recently won its independence from France. The plan might have worked, except Denmark and his fellow leaders got dimed out by a local slave and everyone was arrested before the revolt could happen. After a short trial, Denmark and 30 other slaves were hanged. He was committed to his community, community and ultimately gave his life trying to liberate it. Unfortunately, if the Emmanuel AME Church in Charleston sounds familiar to you, it's probably not because of Denmark Vesey. So clearly, the more things change, the more things stay the same in Charleston. This is why we need to celebrate heroes like Denmark Vesey whenever we get a chance instead of letting them become a footnote in history. Another thing you should know about Charleston is that it's the center of the Geechee culture. Geechee Zagullas, as they're also called, are descendants of slaves who lived along the Atlantic coast in the low country regions of South Carolina and Georgia. Even though they've been in America for hundreds of years, Geechee still have a very close connection to African cultures and languages. I've met Geechees who speak dialect that's closer to African languages than English. Scholars continue to trace the first African arrivals who merged African, Native American and European cultures into what are now known as the Gullah Geechee people. Because of their historically isolated locations and strong sense of identity, the Gullah are said to have preserved more of their African cultural heritage than any other group of African Americans. They speak a blended language, similar to that of Creole spoken in Sierra Leone and Bones Island was a slave fort operated by the British from 1670 to 1808. Thousands of Africans passed through its doors on their way for a life of captivity in the West.
the majority of Bounce Island's slaves went to the Americas. Plantation owners in South Carolina and Georgia experimented with traditional plantation crops like sugarcane and cotton, but those did not do well in South Carolina. But they discovered that rice did extremely well. Plantation owners did not know how to grow rice, so they turned their attention to Africa, especially the rice coast, where MCL unions have been planting rice for ages. Predominantly, captives from the rice coast, especially Sierra Leone, were taken to South Carolina to work on the rice plantations. I cannot underscore the importance of Bounce Island, especially Sierra Leone's role in the transatlantic slave trade. Bounce Island is very important as a memorial to the dark, dark history of man's inhumanity to man. And then um, as a site of memorial, it is very important that this place is preserved so that descendants of captives who were taken will come back to visit this place as a pilgrimage to the ancestors who were enslaved here.